0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Weight for Weight, Food for Thought podcast. My name is Sabrina. This is my third time attempting to record this podcast because I had some alcohol. So that's where we are at today. Who knows what of quarantine? And I am drinking. And if you know me, the sentence, Sabrina is drinking a beer, does, that doesn't, That's not a sentence. That's not a real sentence. Okay. That doesn't happen. And I am drinking because why not? I feel great. I had a great workout. I feel like I, (laughs) oh, this is going to be a tough one. Um, I feel like I have reached a lot of realizations today. Uh, Just just mentally, I feel clear. Um, I have a lot to sift through. There's a lot of things that all of this newfound clarity that I have uh, just, found i guess is is bringing about a lot of questions that i need to answer but finally i just feel like i can see things clearly and for what they are now that sounds very ominous doesn't really make sense cuz i didn't explain anything so let's just dive right in um, i want to start today's episode with whatever floats her quote because th- this as i said before i think in two episodes two episodes back Um, I go through quotes and I'll read them and I'll copy and paste and I'm like, okay, that's a cool quote and that's a cool quote. And then there's always that one that I'm like, boom, oh my God, somebody just wrote out exactly what I was thinking and boom, that just resonates with me and with this episode. So I'm going to share that um, and before I do, I usually go on... um, I've been running a lot lately because of this quarantine because we can't go to the gym, obviously. So my runs are my time to think, okay, what am I sitting through and what podcast episode do I want to talk about this week? What is what is speaking true to me and what can I convey about what I've learned or processed or I'm going through this particular week? And every single day this week, I was just like, eh, that could be a topic or this could be a topic but there was nothing that was just clear that and it's usually usually is like something that's just like oh my god I have to talk about this this Sunday and for me my realization didn't come until today um the day I'm supposed to record my podcast and it all just kind of made sense so I'm going to start with the quote and then dive into what this means and and what I've learned from from everything that I'm going through and sifting through in my life right now and so it's kind of a longer quote so Um, Put on your seatbelts and get ready to rock. So we waste so much energy trying to cover up who we are when beneath every attitude is the want to be loved and beneath every anger is a wound to be healed and beneath every sadness is the fear that there will not be enough time. When we hesitate in being direct, we unknowingly slip something on, some added layer of protection that keeps us from feeling the world. And often, that thin covering is the beginning of a loneliness which, if not put down, diminishes our chances of joy. It's like wearing gloves every time we touch something and then forgetting we chose to put them on. We complain that nothing feels quite right. Our challenge each day is to not get dressed to face the world, but to unglove ourselves so that the doorknob feels cold and the car handle feels wet and the kiss goodbye feels like the lips of another being, soft and unrepeatable. Y'all, yeah. if you didn't feel that, what are you what are you doing with your life? <laughs> that didn't even make sense. But anyway, so for me, I feel like all of a sudden I am... I'm allowing myself to feel a bunch of things that I have been ignoring, and and let me just give some backstory. If you're chiming in for the first time, or um, if you've never listened to previous episodes, or whatever the case may be, just a recap: I am super good at not feeling. I don't like emotions. I don't like feeling anything. Um, that just has to do with my past, the death of my dad, and just the way that I deal with things. I just I'd rather not. I'd rather not even talk about it, deal with it, feel it, nothing. And I. I find a lot of activities to, to get my mind off of things and to be mindless and just to go through the motions and have a distraction and be very busy and be very successful and have this project and have that project and do this workout and that workout and then go to work. All of these things that just that are, are distractions, just like a zillion distractions. And I think right now um, everybody is kind of seeing what distractions they have had in their lives because we're all forced to be in our homes to slow down and our usual day-to-day distractions are no longer available to us. And so we have to just try to think, okay, and sit with, what are you feeling? What do you want? Who are you? What do you want for your life? And all of these things. And at first I... I was having a really hard time in this quarantine, very hard time. I was way too in my head. I could not think straight. I was, I don't know, just not myself. I felt very, very, very disconnected. And, um, last week's podcast episode had actually just had me thinking about a lot of things. So if you didn't chime in to last week's episode, highly encourage you. It was a very wonderful, beautiful conversation with my friend Kelsey from work, but, um, she was talking about how she stays mindful and how she goes on walks and how she's just thinking about her breathing and focusing on her breathing and being in the moment. And she asked me how I stay mindful. And I'm usually very good at thinking of answers on the whim. I didn't have an answer because I'm not mindful either. I cannot think of a situation in my life where I am mindful, even at work when I'm doing a task, um, my, My mind works a million miles a minute, a million. So if I'm doing a task or I'm writing an email to somebody for work, mid email I will think of something else that I need to do I'll stop my email go compose a ticket for for somebody internally in the company come back to my email while I'm doing my email I'll realize that I forgot to do something add in some changes to one of my tasks at work and I I don't really think of one thing at a time I'm constantly thinking of the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and I'm never really here just in it and then after work I'm thinking about okay I have my core power yoga to go to and after that I have to do this and that and this and then when I go home after my podcast And blah, blah, blah. There's always the next thing. What is the next thing that I have to do for today? And it makes my days feel extremely productive and successful. But in terms of being mindful... Uh, there's, no, there's no time to be mindful in my mind. Like there's no time to sit down and be and just be still and, and think about how am I feeling or my my breathing or just being here, being now and understanding what that feels like. And that is why I love this quote. I love this quote. It's just saying, feel all the fucking feels and love the way that every single emotion makes you feel because they all have something different to teach us. So what I'm kind of sifting through right now is this whole notion of why I don't like to Sit with my emotions. Why can't I talk about them? Why can't I allow myself to feel them? And how can I invite mindfulness into my life so that I feel more connected and more grounded within myself? Because lately I feel like my body and my mind are two separate entities kind of floating around in space. Like I don't feel like they're one and that I am Sabrina. I don't feel like I am my own being. I feel like I'm just a bunch of different moving parts that I can't really internalize and feel what it feels like to be in my body because there's so much that I've suppressed and ignored and just brushed aside that right now I'm forced to sit with it all and it's overpowering and overwhelming. And for me growing up I think my my relationship with myself I've allowed I've allowed guys in my life to kind of dictate how I see myself and how I view myself. And my self-worth was always determined by how uh, the person I was with kind of viewed me and I was able, I was not able, willing to shape shift to be whoever this person wanted me to be. And that's how I determined my self-worth. And I lost a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of myself in this process. And so when I was, when I was 14, I was dating this dude for two and a half years, which I've said before, but again, if you're chiming in, welcome, uh, welcome to the love life story of Sabrina Harp. Not very interesting. And I was dating the two for two and a half years And when we broke up It was like the worst pain I've ever felt As like a 17 year old I'm like I'm going to die This is this is the end ladies and gentlemen And it's been a good run But I've got to go And I, that's how it felt Like I was literally going to die And then looking back You know I didn't know who I was But also I was 14 I don't think when you're 14 You have this our brains aren't developed enough to think about who we are as beings and think about us existentially. We're just, we just are, we're just teenagers having fun. And we don't really have that the capabilities to think inward, um, that young. So whatever that relationship was what it is. I was a teenager. I was a stupid teenager. And then I got in a really shitty relationship with a dude, like right after that one ended when I was 17. And I let it control my entire, entire life. My entire existence. Um, I, I did anything this guy wanted me to do. I listened to him. He was controlling. He was manipulative. I lost friends. I failed classes. I, I didn't know who I was as a person, literally at all, because everything that I did and said was for this person. And that's it. I was willing to lose every aspect of myself and drop every hobby that I wanted to, like, to love to do to make this dude happy. And when that relationship ended, I was left confused. I was like, "Who the fuck am I? What the fuck do I want for my life? I do not know. I do not know." And I had to pick up the pieces and figure out what I wanted, what I valued. I law, lo- I, I started gaining my friends back, um, made new friendships, started an acapella group. I started getting my my bearings in line, and it was it was beautiful. Like I was like, "Okay, cool. This is who I am, and I won't let anybody kind of bring me down." And then I got into another relationship um, and it was super healthy. It was motivating. Um, I, I really found that I didn't lose momentum. I learned a lot about being successful and being determined and, and just kicking ass in life from that relationship. Um, if you're (laughs) up to date on the, on the tea, we were engaged. And then that, that ended a couple months ago. And, and I think for the first time, I'm kind of at uh, trying to process what that was like, because everything happened so fast. And I kept saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Like, I'm happy. I'm out of that relationship. Like for my own, my own mind, like there was nothing that was inherently wrong about the relationship, but it, I realized again, I was in this cycle where I'm losing myself and I was not okay with that. I was not okay with losing myself. And so I decided this is, this is my time to, to figure out my life, my, my life and what I want for myself. And then I started talking to another guy and figuring out what I like and don't like and, and and I'm still sitting with that right now. So I don't like to talk about things that I'm still kind of sitting with. So we'll leave it at that. Um, but I realized for myself, Sabrina, you don't allow yourself to feel you suppress and you get in these relationships so that you can ignore and you can, you can, I don't know, have somebody determine your worth for you. Um, and and I think those two things kind of go hand in hand. I was I was willing to lose myself um, in order to suppress all of my emotions, um, in order to to be happy. And that's what it took for me to say, fuck my emotions. I'm going to just be whoever this person wants me to be so that I can be happy and ignore my past. And that's not healthy. And this whole notion of mindfulness is is riveting to me right now. It's like, okay, you can't continue on your life being so numb and so robotic and so blind and and so now i'm allowing myself to this quarantine this quarantine you guys is is can be magical magical So I'm allowing myself to sit with that. And how it came about is I've had a really fucking tough week. I've had a tough fucking week and I'm not even going to go into it. Um, I've just, it's, it's been hard emotionally. Um, I've been pushed mentally. I, I get really, really overwhelmed and I allow that overwhelm to kind of control me and manipulate me and, and overtake me. And I just like lose myself. I'm just like, whatever, fuck it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be impulsive. I just, whatever. I'm overwhelmed. So what? Um, I, I can't really sit with what I'm feeling because I'm very, my emotions are very foreign to me. So my roommate... I and my sister were out yesterday um, at Target, and they were getting rollerblades. And I'm like, please, for the love of God, somebody get me some rollerblades. Like I would love to go rollerblading. And today I was like, okay, you know what? My workout will be a four mile three. Well, I was actually planning on three mile rollerblade session, and it ended up being four miles. Guys, I put on this '70s playlist. I'm like smiling thinking about this. I put on my rollerblades, and I just fucking went. It was. It was. Absolutely riveting. And for the first time in so long, I know what Kelsey was talking about. I was mindful. I was in the moment. I was feeling every move. I was dancing in the middle of the street. Like there were barely any cars, and I'm just moving through the street with my rollerblades, dancing to these 70 songs, singing, actually just like lip singing. So I probably looked really crazy. But Oh my gosh. And by the time I got home, my sister and my roommate went inside. I'm like, I'm not done yet, you guys. I'm going to go. It was an hour long rollerblade session. I was smiling through the streets, through the sidewalks, going back and forth. I have not felt so free and so alive and so 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 long and as i came home i said i know exactly what i'm going to talk about in my podcast today it's going to be mindfulness and it's finally this feeling of wow i felt so in the moment nothing else mattered to me other than blading and listening to my music and dancing and feeling feeling the wind and it was drizzling a little bit there's some like mist and it just felt I felt super, super alive and present. Um, and I think it's important to find those, that activity or that subject that brings you just to the present moment that nothing else in this world matters besides what you are doing. And they also got a coloring book and they got some stupid Legos. I hate Legos, like a Harry Potter Lego. And, um, (laughs) just uh, some board games. And it made me realize about all of these things that we can be doing to be so present that I constantly don't do. And all the things that I do, my activities aren't making me present. They're making me I get very fixated on things like projects and stuff that I, like I said, I get I like trip on my thoughts. There's so many thoughts running through my mind in terms of my projects and my ideas and what I want to do and what I want to manifest that I don't have time to, to just sit with what I'm doing currently. I, I actually don't like to say I don't have time. I have the fucking time, but I think too fast and it's hard for me to just think of one thing at a time. So I'm inviting This new concept of being mindful, for me, it's new, into my life every single day in whatever I'm doing. And it's gonna be hard to stay mindful with like everything that I'm doing, like work and my projects and whatever. But I think the first step for me is making sure that I invite something that makes me feel present every single day. And if that's me getting on my rollerblades and just going for like 20, 10 minutes, whatever, and just being, so be it. And for you guys, I encourage you to, as time goes on, two things can happen. One of two things can happen. One, you're going to go insanely stir crazy and feel suffocated and lost and lose motivation and lose the energy and the drive, because what's the point? And the other option is, you accept this new reality and you do whatever you can to, to be successful, to be present, to be mindful, to be alive. Oh my gosh. To feel alive is amazing. There's so, such a distinction between living and feeling alive and Today, I felt alive for the first time in so long and the first time since calling off my engagement and and sifting through these emotions and these feelings and talking to somebody else and whatever. It's like for me, for myself, for Sabrina, Sabrina felt alive today and nobody contributed to that. Nobody was able to bring me down or lift me up. That was within my own control and I'm realizing too now I need to explore more time by myself for the first time since I was 14 years old. I was in basically a relationship every year for the last 10 years of my fucking life. And now it's me. It's me. So what do I want to do? What do I want to explore? What do I want to understand about myself? And um, I don't don't recall if I said this before, but if I did, whatever, fucking I'm going to say it again. I was writing my book and... I wrote this version that I, I didn't I I didn't like it. I looked back at it and I'm like this is super surface level. It's no one's going to resonate with this. I'm going to start over. And I realized I need to write something about my life and the grief that I've gone through because the grief that I've gone through is what's made me the person that I am today in every aspect of my life in terms of my successes, in terms of my suppression, in terms of my vulnerability, in terms of my inability to process emotion. Everything has stemmed from grief. And as I was writing this story, it, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I think it's good. I hope you think it's good. But I, I realized recently I'm not writing my story I'm writing the story of my dad. I'm writing my dad's story and I have to tap into myself deep, 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 deep down to a place that I have not ventured since my dad passed away and right from there and right from a place of strictly vulnerability and i have to write my story and nobody else's story and that's what i'm learning right now is what is my story what do i feel what do i resonate with what is what is my life what is sabrina's life what does that mean and i think we all everybody we're all trying to answer that questions for ourselves that question for ourselves like if you're if you're 70 doesn't matter we're all just reminiscing and thinking well what what does this mean for me you know, every stage of your life is different and it's going to bring about the same exact question. Who am I and where am I going? And that's not a question that's going to be answered. I don't think ever. I think we're constantly trying to find ourselves and figure out who we are as people. Um, and that's what helps us evolve. And that's what helps us grow. And I currently am, I'm putting myself in these situations that maybe from a logical standpoint, I shouldn't be putting myself into, but from an emotional standpoint, I I'm willing to be vulnerable, to put myself to, to try new things, to explore new people, to explore new relationships, even though I know the outcome may not be the healthiest thing for me. Why? Because I'm open to learn. I'm open to get challenged. I'm open to get my heart broken. I'm open to be hurt and in pain. I invite that into my life constantly. I am not afraid of getting hurt. I am not afraid of feeling pain because ultimately that is what helps me grow as a person. And I challenge you right now, this time in our lives is so unique and we're all going through it. We're all facing the same challenges. We're all feeling stir crazy. We're all feeling trapped. We're all feeling hopeless and lost and confused and trapped in our minds And so this is the time to explore that rather than let it consume you, feel it and grow from it and encourage, encourage that pain to come up, encourage that sadness to come up and say, hello, what can I do for you today? Why are you here? And listen to that and sift through that. And I think, I think this moment is beautiful. I really, 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 really fucking do. I think it is so challenging and but so beautiful. And obviously, that doesn't mean that I, you know, people that are dying right now. That's not beautiful. That's fucking sad. But I think in every situation in life, there's a pro and there's a con. And my favorite word. I've said this before, I know I have. My favorite word in the world is chocolate, but that is not pertaining to the situation. My favorite word in terms of definition is perspective. Anything can be changed from switching your perspective. Anything. No matter what the situation is, you switch your perspective, boom, you have a whole new outlook. On whatever it is you, you're trying to analyze. So right now, switch your perspective. You can't do much about what you're, where you are, but this can be such a great, wonderful time for self-development and growth and change within yourself, within your community. Um, just seeing, just rollerblading today and passing by a bunch of people, everybody smiled at me and waved at me and said, hello. It's like, wow, we are all, this is just one huge community. And for once, for once, I feel like people are looking at humanity. We're all humans. We're people. We're we're all vulnerable. And it doesn't matter who we are. We're all going through this shit together. No one is immune for this bullshit. So I think knowing that we're all kind of in the same page, I think I'm kind of ramb- rambling, but like, again, like I said, a little bit of alcohol in my system. So I'll listen to this and back tomorrow and hopefully, hopefully it's, 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 it's cohesive enough for all you people. But I think there's nothing better than feeling alive and there's nothing worse than feeling dead and mindless while living. Ooh, that was a good one. Nothing worse, I think. I think walking through this life as a zombie and, and feeling so asleep is not a way to live at all. That's not living that's not living. And life is fucking hard. You guys, life's not easy for anybody. Everybody has their own challenges. Every single person on this planet has their own challenges. I don't care how perfect your life looks on Instagram. I don't care how beautiful you are or how rich you are. It doesn't matter, okay? We all go through our challenges. There there's a bunch of stuff that I could talk about about my own life and my own challenges and my own pain on this podcast or on Instagram, but it's private and there's not a lot of things. I mean, I'm willing to share a lot, but there's a lot of things that I'm not ready to share. And my life is complicated and it's difficult and it's hard. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I live a simple, easy, beautiful life. I mean, I live a beautiful life. That's, that's, I do, I live a beautiful life, but that doesn't mean it comes without pain. And that's how I think I'm able to, to produce these things that people say are inspiring is because I I don't just inspire. Like I'm not just inspiring. I've gone through shit, some real fucking pain. I've seen my dad die. I've seen, I've seen a lot of shit that I'm just not going to get into. And I use that. I use that shit to propel me forward, to push forward, to keep me going, to change, to learn, to grow and to use all of my shit to inspire other people. And I think this is the time where we can take our own pain. Everybody can take their own pain and try to understand it and try to process it. And I, I know that a lot of people were saying, this isn't the time you don't have to write that book. You don't have to write that list or start your podcast. You don't have to do all these projects that you wanted to do, but I think you do. I think you really fucking do. Like, when will we get this time again? You won't, you will not get this time again. This is bizarre. This is rare. This is a moment where the universe is saying, do what you have finally, or wait, (laughs) the universe is saying, finally do what you've been putting off for so fucking long for so long I made my first workout video today I've been wanting to start a YouTube channel for so long and like that just really intimidates me it really 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 fucking does not the fact of like uploading videos I don't give a fuck it's a lot of work that is a lot of work and I know that when I commit to something I do it and I'm already kind of up to my nose with shit that I have to do and that I've committed to so just another thing is just like I, I I know I recognize within myself that I need more downtime and more space to breathe and will this YouTube channel allow me that mm, probably not but now I have the time I can't I have no excuse I've no excuse and of course take the time you need to relax to decompress to chill and I'm learning that I need to schedule downtime into my schedules my day-to-day life just like I schedule everything else so I'm learning that but to waste this time would be foolish, would be absolutely foolish. Okay. So take the time that you need to re to regroup, but also recognize that this is your chance to be and create whoever you want to be and whoever you've been wanting to be for so long, because think about it once reality hits again and everything's back to normal and you're back to your hustle and bustle life when will you have when will you find the time to start everything that you wanted to start? Get some momentum now. Start and and why not be successful? Why not focus on yourself during this time? Why not be the best or <coughs> excuse me, physically fit at this time? Why not go for runs? Why not challenge yourself? I got a jump rope in the mail to do more circuit workouts and I'm going to probably um I don't know. I'm going to learn guitar. I'm super excited to learn guitar. I've been learning a few chords here and there and they kind of suck, but like whatever. And this is a time to just explore. And, and I don't know, you guys, I just, that rollerblading session for me, and maybe it's the beer that I drink. I don't know. One of the two, but I'm going to bank that it's on the rollerblading session. I, it just kind of lit a light bulb up in my head. (laughs) lit a light bulb up in my head. Is that the phrase? Is that even a phrase? Anyway, a light bulb went off in my head. I think that's what it is, but whatever. I feel like that it's what I needed. It is what I fucking needed to wake the fuck up get out of my head and see clearly. And, and, and kind of, I feel like my mind and body kind of morphed together during that time. And it's like, you are one. Your mind is not separate from your body and your body is not separate from your mind. You are this one full entity and you are capable of so much as long as you are able to get out of your mind, get out of the thoughts, the false narratives that your mind is telling you and look around you. There's so much beauty around you, especially right now. There's so much beauty. The world is paused. There is a pause, a, someone pressed a pause button and everything seems so still. So look around, appreciate that beauty, be mindful, s- enjoy the sky and the stars and, and less, less smog in the air in most populated cities are allowing you to see the skies more clearly. Like this is, there's a lot of beauty coming from this. So switch your perspective, be mindful, be present and ask yourself every morning, what can I do today to better myself, to better myself both, both physically and mentally while also allowing myself some time to decompress and relax and be mindless. Ooh, I like that y'all. <laughs> Spend every day being as mindful as possible while allowing yourself some time to be mindless. And I think that's a really good healthy balance during this time. We need to be able to shut off our minds so we're not so present and so into the present moment that we can kind of take a step back and, and kind of just let ourselves fade away into oblivion and watch some shitty TV show, drink some wine, drink some beer, do something that makes you just shut off your mind and your thoughts. And that's okay. That's okay. But as long as you're spending more time being mindful than mindless, I think you'll be okay. Oh, guys, I feel just like so good talking about all this stuff. And I know like I didn't even say what's what my all of my epiphanies were, and my realizations were in this podcast, because, again, I'm not ready to talk about everything. So maybe this all seems jumbled or, or jumbled or didn't really make sense within the scope of context. Um, but internally, I'm feeling very free. I'm feeling like I have this this mind shift, mind shift in my mind I don't think I can ever drink alcohol before recording a podcast ever again. Or maybe, maybe I can. Feedback, welcome. But, oh, guys, like, I just, I'm super excited to see how, how I can morph. Further morph or fuse, ooh, fuse, further fuse my mind and my body together to be this one beautiful solid entity. And I'm excited to explore that. I'm excited to try new things, to to practice being more present in this moment and what I can extract from this moment and not think too hard about the future and not dwell on my past. It's gone. My past is gone. Thinking about it is going to do literally nothing. I like thinking about my past in terms of what I've learned and what I can gain to then help me set myself up for a successful future. But that's the only thing that you should be extracting from your past. Dwelling is going to bring you just sorrow and pain. Anxiety, useless. Absolutely useless. What a useless emotion. I mean, evolutionarily, yeah, you need anxiety because it's, it helps. Anyway, I'm not getting into that. But in terms of the way that humans utilize anxiety, It's useless. We can't do shit. Be mindful. Be present. Kelsey, if you're listening to this, I'm so thankful you asked me that question because I have not stopped thinking about how I can be more mindful in my life since you asked me last week. And my fucking rollerblades told me my answer. That's sick. That's sick. Okay, so I will rollerblade. I will be a. I will be a blader for the rest of my life. (laughs) Is blader a term? I'm gonna be the best fucking blader in my area. You just wait, you guys. You just wait. I'll be dancing in the street all night long, all night long. Swear to God. (laughs) But with that, you guys, I am going to go right now. And I'm going to go read Harry Potter and be mindless because I feel like all day I've been super, super mindful. I had a really great conversation with my sister, my roommate about my emotions. Ugh, makes me sick. But I had I had a conversation and it felt it felt great. And so, yeah, I'm going to go and be mindless. I'm going to drink some more beer (laughs) and I'm just going to enjoy what is because the situation it is what it fucking is to think more about it is, is causing you stress. So don't think about it too much. It is what it is and tell yourself every single day when you wake up, this is what it is. So make the fucking best out of it. Okay. That's my advice to you. Make the best out of it or live this quarantine feeling so fucking trapped and isolated and suffocated that you're going to drive yourself into insanity. Those are the only two options. So the choice is yours. With that, everybody, I really hope everybody is staying safe and healthy and happy. Um, I am so appreciative for all the people that listen to this episode or this podcast or my show in general. Um, Yeah. Wishing you all nothing but the best. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week.